0: Jay Bo here living with strength and honor and thinking about the difference between wants and needs with a tip of the cap to uh, my friend, Jeffrey Sanford. We had a little discussion on the living with strength uh, Facebook page about the difference between wants and needs. And he had said, you know, I've, Worked with other gurus and read books and a lot of information about separating yourself from wants, wants and desires. And there's a lot of uh, Eastern perspective, I think, about that idea about avoiding, you know, wants and, you know, separating yourself from desire. Well, I can just tell you my own experience about that. And that is no fucking way. I mean, it's just not a reality for me. There's no chance that I'm going to get away from wants or having a desire for things. Now, where I separate those two ideas, though, is in two ways. First off, I seek and work to not be in a position of need. So being needy and having a desire is two different things. In other words, I can have a desire to eat pizza today. Like I go, hmm, pizza, that sounds good. I would like pizza. I'm not tied to the idea of having pizza today. I don't need pizza today to make myself happy. I'm not in a position where pizza is the only path for my happiness today. It's just a simple desire. It's like, hey, I want pizza. In fact, on that particular subject, when it comes down to food, I can't tell you how many times a day I come up with a particular idea for food that doesn't get executed. Like, mmm, some chocolate cake sounds really good. And as I always tease, what's the thought that counts, right? So that's about as close as I'm going to come to having chocolate cake most days. And I love some chocolate cake with a big glass of cold milk. But I just don't have it often because it doesn't serve me, right? Doesn't help me, doesn't serve my body, it doesn't fuel my body well. And so the pleasure of having chocolate cake doesn't measure up to the cost for me. So that most of the time, I choose to fuel my body and I choose what I put in my body based upon how that's going to help me fuel my day and fuel my body rather than touching my pleasure centers and just making me feel better, you know, satisfying my little cravings or my or, or my simple desires. And there you go is the big separation, right? So I can want a certain thing and go, yeah, that would be great. And then decide, well, no, that doesn't fit me. Now, the more that I practice that idea, the more that I put that into practice. Where it's just an idea, it's just a thought that's fleeting through the brain. I go, okay, great. That was a thought, no big deal. I don't assign any guilt to it or any shame to it. I don't. you know, I, I don't feel badly. Oh man, I shouldn't want cake. Bullshit. Everybody should want cake for heaven's sake. <laughs> Cake's awesome. But I just go, "Mm, cake would be great. No, I don't eat cake. It doesn't serve me. The more times I skip through that, the less often cake comes up for me. And again, I'm just using this as an example. So it's just a desire, just a want. And I can let go of a desire or want in a heartbeat. Now, a need is something very different. If I connect to things from a place of need... I set up a different dynamic in my head and it becomes really really much more difficult if that particular thing doesn't serve me. For instance, let's say smoking, that's a really good example I think. I used to smoke occasionally. I was kind of a binge smoker, like I wouldn't smoke for 3 or 4 days and then on a Friday night or a Thursday evening, whatever the case, I might get out, have a few drinks, and I would be, be a smoking fool. A lot of times, whatever I had left in that pack, I would just give to somebody else because I was not going to probably smoke for a while. Or you know, maybe on a particular night <clears throat> sitting on my back patio with friends, I could smoke a pack. Now I don't have to explain to anybody how smoking how. Wrapping your lips around a small fire and inhaling the smoke ain't good for you. In case you hadn't heard, it's not great for you. And so doing so was highly detrimental to my body. In fact, it damn near killed me along with a few other things. I did have cancer, but I had a heart attack that almost killed me a, what they call a widowmaker heart attack, where I had 100% blockage on my right major artery and a 95% blockage on my left major artery. And the doctor said there's about a 20 to 30% survival rate from the kind of heart attack that I had. So smoking wasn't serving me, right? And I thought that when I had, a, when I had some drinks, that I need a cigarette because they just kind of went together like peanut butter and jelly for me. But then I had to get to a different place about that, right? I had to get to this place where, you know, really it's just that I want a cigarette. Now, through the years, I'd quit for long periods of time. Year here, nine months there, year and a half here, you know. But I still thought I needed one occasionally. Like that was just a thing. Or and you could say, well, I, I just really just want one. Yeah, well, if listen, if 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 it's such a thing that you don't have the power to resist it and stick by your guns for the decision that serves you best, yeah, you're up in the need zone. So not to be tied to a thing from a place of need, like I got to have that. Now that's, that's not only possible, but I think critical to having the kind of life that you want to have. If you're not tied to the certain outcomes for your happiness, and you're not tied to certain needs for your happiness. See, all of those things are always like outside forces anyway, right? They're, you know, they're not things that are within you. They're, they're, they're again, they're outside things. Things outside of your heart, outside of your soul, outside of your being, outside of who you truly are. Now, if you're not tied to those needs, you're not tied to those outcomes, what you gather, what you gain, what you get is freedom. And let me distinguish the word liberty and freedom, those two words, because they're often confused, especially in the United States. People, you know, banter about with a freedom, man, freedom, 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 freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, fuck off. What you're talking about is liberty. No one can take your freedom, the freedom to think what you want, the freedom to be happy and fulfilled in your situation no matter what it is. And there are some people who have taught us that lesson. Nelson Mandela, Victor Frankl, Senator John McCain. People whose liberty was taken from them by others. They couldn't choose to go here and fro. In fact, in some instances, they were tortured tremendously. But those torturers, those incarcerators, those forces could not take their freedom to think and feel the way they wanted to. You can't take that from another person they have to decide to give it to you or give it to someone. Now, considering that perspective, that's how you can shift your situation where that's concerned, right? So that you're not needy. And when you're not needy, you open up the door to greater freedom, to feel however you want to feel about a situation, to think however you want to think about a situation, to produce results in whatever kind of way that you that, that you want to. Again, consider consider if you were jailed. Your liberty limits you from what you can do, but it doesn't it doesn't limit you to how you can feel and experience and right and be. You have the freedom to make those choices in the same way between want and need. So I can want certain things and there's nothing wrong with wanting them as long as I don't tie my happiness, my fulfillment, my life to the outcome. Now, here's an example. I have certain goals, certain targets in mind for my business for this year and next year and the next year and the next year. And they're all charted out and they're all printed up and they're all written down. They're very, very clear. They're clear targets that I want to achieve. I'm also very clear why I want to achieve those targets. What it means for me and my family, my customers. What it means uh, regarding my purpose. And what I want to accomplish in life, the legacy I I choose to leave. But my happiness is not tied to the outcomes. I'm not waiting to live a life when I hit those targets. See, I don't have to hit the targets for me to be happy. I'm happy and loving life now. I'm doing life now. I'm having a ball. It's great, and quite a bit of my focus is in that area. Now, I've got those targets across my entire spectrum. I've got targets in my body for this year that's broken down to quarters that's broken that that get that get broken down into monthly and then went in weekly targets. I've got targets in my spiritual space. I've got targets in my family space. got targets in my business. Space. But I'm going to be happy on the journey. I'm going to have a good time working towards those desires, working towards those wants. And it's because I'm not tied to being needy uh, regarding the outcomes. Like, oh, it's going to be great when, right? No. It's great now. Now. And that's the difference between wanting and having a desire or having a need, being needy and being tied to the outcomes that we have. Like, you know, the only way I'm going to be happy is I'm not going to be happy until I... Now, I used to be that kind of person. I used to be emotionally driven in such a way that you know things were great when i was when it was going great, when I felt good, when I was excited, and when I was motivated, when I was inspired. things were not great when I wasn't all of those things, when I was struggling emotionally or burnt out or just uninspired by the circumstances or beat down by the obstacles and roadblocks and and problems and challenges that I had. So I live this real roller coaster kind of existence that was up and down and up and down and up and down based on my emotions and how I happen to feel. You know, whatever third party influences might be putting pressure on me. Since I've chosen not to be tied to outcomes as much and not to be needy and get clear about what I want and why I want it. What do I get by getting what I want when I, can, when, I when I can cross those planes, when, when, I, can, when I can use those measurements. Then I open up the possibility going, yeah, yeah, look, I got some real good reasons why I want that thing. And I know that there will be some significant benefits to me and the people that I love in my life. So, yeah, I want that. But it's not necessary for me to have. It's just a desire. That, to me, is the difference between want and need. And living a needy life or living a life of desire. And yes, there are some thinkers, certainly some Eastern religions, that will say, separate yourself from all desire. And to me, that sounds like utopian fantasy bullshit. And maybe you can get there. Maybe there is a transcendent space that you can get there. But I'm a realist, and I ain't getting there. So I worked, I mean, excuse me, I work every day to separate myself from need. And that's the key. Hey, I hope that helps in some kind of way for you. I hope you connect to that message in some kind of way. I hope it makes an impact in your life. And I hope you have an amazing day. Until next time, strength and honor to you.